pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. What a beautiful Triforce It's back mm. What a beautiful Monday evening it is I'm power I'm courage And I'm sexy <laughs> <laughs> This is One Life Left We are Resonance 104.4 FM's video game radio show For the next hour Well actually for 55 minutes Because we're going to be slightly abbreviated today Are we? We're going to be talking about video games We're going to have to talk quickly Slightly quicker. We're going to pack an hour in. <laughs> yeah, if you put this on long play, yeah. it'll be an hour long. Okay. Um, Welcome we have, back, Steve. Thanks. I had a wonderful, wonderful holiday. Where have you been? I went to uh, Switzerland. Okay, how was that? Slightly racist since I really? left, I noticed. Really? Well, a racist about the English after just, you, since no, you've gone? No, they've just banned the building of minarets. Did, really? Notice they didn't do that while I was there, because they wouldn't, must have been like, oh, Steve wouldn't approve of that. We'll, yeah. we'll pass this after he goes. How did you represent the English over there? With um, a football top and tattoos? I drank almost a full bottle of vodka on my first night there. Nice. Uh, which, was, which was a mistake, okay. but I still enjoyed it a lot. Good. Then I went to Milan. Right, your land. <laughs> Almost works. Right. Uh, had a nice time there too. Um, How did you represent the English over there? Ate lots of mozzarella. Okay. Mm, it's not really English, is it? Uh, what? Getting fat. Okay. It's quite English. Right. And then I went down to Venice. Uh, nice. Which was nice too. Yeah. Uh, Raina Lee said on her Twitter uh, right. that Venice was a lot like Pac Man. Hmm. Uh, I didn't really get it. I guess I sort of did. It was like running around a maze, eating a lot of things. Okay. Uh, and it was, uh, yeah, it was it was really, really good fun. Then I came back, and it's been raining ever since. Yes, welcome home. Well, we, had, we had an okay time whilst you were did away. You? Yeah. What did you? What did you lot get up to? Nothing. Really? <laughs> we didn't do anything. Really? Because I haven't listened to the show, because, oh. because uh, I hear it was just an hour of you slagging me off. Ooh, what? So, some of our listeners are grasses, are they? Not saying anything. Right. So we're going to pretend uh, season five, episode seventeen of One Life Left didn't happen. Didn't it, it did. It happened. Yeah, it almost didn't uh, because somebody took the memory card, so we were almost unable to podcast yeah, it. Yeah, um, Anne managed to do it without the memory card, didn't she? Anne did Anne Life Left, no problem. 
Yeah, no, it has been done. Yes, it has been done by people who did uh, preparation. I know it's gone up there because I had to fix it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, episode 18. Just like to make you feel important. (laughs) That's all it is. Yeah, it's good I've got a job. Right. Um, We've got got some new features. Have we? A new feature. Okay. This... We've got a new feature. Sorry, should I have run this past you yeah. beforehand? Okay, well, we do. Uh, we've got some old features, some, right. some of our much-loved features. What? and the old re- features? Yeah. <laughs> and the return, the return of one of, uh, one of our favourites. Have we? As well. okay. So it's going to be a good show, I good. think. Uh, how shall we begin, Anne? Any, any ideas? Um, uh, hang on a minute. Yeah. Well, don't we need to introduce somebody? That's how things happen on the show these days. Sorry, I'd forgotten. We're, we're doing courtesy, yes. aren't we? <laughs> courtesy. We uh, have we, a guest. We do have a guest, as usual. Uh, this is an unusual guest. There hasn't been a guest before. Uh, we're very proud and grateful that Steve Owen, technical director of Games Press, has joined us in the studio. Welcome, Steve. Hello there. It's lovely Hello. to be here. Thank you. Hey, I must say that Anne's looking very beautiful. Uh, first time I met her. Yeah. Simon, you're a very handsome man. Thanks. Steve, nice to see you. <laughs> <laughs> I like him. He's good, isn't he? He, he can... He, he, he can be on from now on. Uh, I'm a happy St Andrew's Day as well. Thanks very much. How will you be celebrating that, Steve? Um, By looking up St Andrew on the internet? I, I can't think of anything funny. to I, I was going to say uh, something about our Scottish listeners. Uh, no, Anne's the one who slags off the north. St Anne. St Anne. Drew. St Andrew. Uh, I'll cut that bit out. Yeah, do <laughs> exactly. Uh, thanks for joining us, Steve. Uh, Steve's going to be here for the rest of the show and stuff, so we're looking yeah. forward to that. Uh, yes. Um, regular, that, regular listener, apparently. Yes. Really? Sorry. Well, f- fairly regular. Sorry. <laughs> so he'll know how we start the show. Yeah, it'll be news. <laughs> yes. on Monday the 30th of November. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. It's been announced that the US government is putting $4 billion into the new Educate to Innovate scheme that'll see kids playing games to get them into maths and science. Already involved with this scheme are Sony, Microsoft, the Entertainment Software Association and the MacArthur Foundation. It wasn't like that in our day. In our day, timetables were beaten into you and you quickly learnt about sulfuric acid when you poured it into your friend's bag. It literally was like that in my day. Oh, <laughs> uh, we used to, we used to uh, on our BBC micros play like educational software where you had to you had to spell words correctly to um you to brain training was a rip off yeah right. uh, and um and uh, and do times tables and things and obviously I, I thought this was this this was compelling just maybe because it's slightly unusual but I've always thought video games are a potentially good way of teaching people they are they are and what? now it seems the US government's caught on For finally million dollars Four billion US dollars. Right. Uh, what does the MacArthur Foundation do, Anne? Clever people. Right. That's what it is, is it? Yeah. That's, where clever, that's their equivalent of Mensa, is it? Yeah. Is it's it? just clever people. Is it as right wing? I don't know. Okay. Have you, have you tried to join? Perhaps you should. Um, really, Steve? Perhaps you should. Should? Well, then we'll be able to tell what sort of person they accept. Or maybe she got this news uh, as part of the MacArthur Foundation newsletter. <laughs> yeah. She is a member. It's the round robin. Yeah. But yeah, uh, brain training, good? Uh, Seven out of ten. <laughs> Steve. Yes. Uh, do you, do you uh, believe this is a good development for games or are we just wasting our time trying to teach children anything? Well, 
I suppose it might just sort of keep some of the tabloids off our back, really. It's not a bad it's industry, that, is the only it? Why, only reason we're doing it, we're just doing it for a billion dollers worth. It's community service <laughs> for we take them out for modern them warfare. Shut, shut down. <laughs> what was that? Yeah. Steve, don't do that again. Exactly, don't do that. Um, there was a, um, a man, I can't remember uh, who he was or where he was from, but he said... It's great um, because basically we're just making a new generation of developers because all these kids will get into games and then they'll want to make them. Isn't that good? What, what has that got to do with the... They won't get into games because of the educational software. It's only boring. Yeah, no, that's what they're saying. They'll be yeah, put they'll off. Yeah, they'll all be playing games. No, because they're going to be playing stuff like Little Big Planet. Right. So they'll all get Does into games. Does that teach you to add? No, you have Does to create... Does it teach you to spell? You have to create... Um, it doesn't teach you to jump very easily, something. does it? <laughs> You have to create a level. You have to create a level. What, what's that, what skills, what life skills is uh, that teaching me? They want the level to include things that will encourage people to learn about science, uh, maths, technology and engineering. Right, like what? Physics? Yeah, gravity. Okay. Things go down. Sounds good. Don't go up. Plans to bring the BBC iPlayer to Xbox Live have come to a standstill. According to The Telegraph, Microsoft and the BBC can't agree on whether Xbox Live users should be charged to view content. As a public service broadcaster, the BBC can't charge viewers above the licence fee, but Microsoft wants to implement additional charges. The iPlayer is already available on the PS3 and the Wii. Whatever happened to getting your mum to set the timer on the VCR? She never charged extra for that. Microsoft what? wants a charge to use well, the well, 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 well. So you, this proves that you wrote your news today. Yeah. Because it happened this morning. Yeah. Right, so it's current, current. I guess. News. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but last minute, therefore slapdash, therefore boring first story. <sighs> the, um, but they don't want to charge, sorry, from what I can gather, Microsoft don't want to chal- ch- uh, charge more for it. They only want to offer it to gold subscribers, which is what Microsoft does, right? Because they can right. say, right, right, you right. get this for free. For forty pounds a year, <laughs> it's, but it's free for, for forty pounds a year, year. Um, and that's it. And and quite rightly, the BBC have gone. Well, hang on a minute, you're you're not allowed mm. to do that. People on the internet who've been defending Microsoft have been going, yeah, but you can't get the iPlayer without broadband that you have to pay for, which is <laughs> an argument. Not very good. What about you can't get it without telly? You have to buy. You need to eat food. Yeah, I know, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, so I think fair play to the BBC for sticking to mm. its guns. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of the BBC. <laughs> Hope to uh, work there one day. <laughs> <laughs> Unlikely. But, uh, but yeah, and so, yeah, it looks like, um, mm. unfortunately, uh, Microsoft is cutting off its nose to spite its face. Of course, you have a gold subscription now. I do, three months worth. Three months, yeah. Turns out those year subscription that Dan gave us, I, I spent ages putting that long code in. Like, yeah. It was quite cumbersome and frustrating process. And it went, oh, you've activated three months. I went, right, thanks. Mine was 18 months. Are you joking? Yeah. <laughs> Good. But still, uh, don't knock it. Uh, no, it's free. No, so I didn't knock it. And actually, I, uh, I, I uh, reactivated my gold account and stuff. And... Uh, I was really impressed with the Sky Player and Steve, who uh, you're a big Murdoch fan, aren't you? <laughs> well, I know indirectly, because yes. I I was livid about having to p- p- uh, potentially pay nine pounds seventy five multi room subscription, and yeah, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. But it turns out because I get the big broadband pipe mm-hmm. from them, it's free, yes. and it's really good actually. Isn't it is. It? it does work very well. Yes, uh, well, until you run out of the four slots it gives you. Uh, if you just sort of get all carried away and just try it on everything, right. and then it just shuts down everything, and you can only change it once a month after that. So I tried it on everything, and now I can't seem to do it on anything I actually want to. 
So I had to delete everything today so that hopefully on the 1st of December you can I can put it back, it back on your, again. Put it on yeah. your Xbox. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I was hugely impressed with that. It's quick, fast, looks good. Uh, mm. The movie streaming on Xbox or Zoo, was it the Zoom movie channel? Brilliant. Uh, it's 1080p movies it. and you push a button and a few seconds later they start streaming. It's very different to the PlayStation version which uh, takes a lot longer to download. Yeah, huge impress. So is I it think still a bit pricey, the, the Zoom, though? When I, when I had a look, it seemed about who, sort of five quid or something. How do you know? It's in points, isn't it? <laughs> we, we've got no idea how much that is. Sony's Andrew House has credited the launch of the PS3 Slim and recent PS3 price cut with the increased interest in the console. He pointed out that Sony's flow was just picking up as Nintendo was losing it with the Wii, which presumably makes him feel really warm on the inside. What must make him feel even better is that they did it all without the help of Anton Deck. I, I have nothing to say about that story. We bubble bursting, yeah. according to analysts. Yeah. Um, and um, Iwata said it as well. Right. Not he went, co- not a he, cor- went, mm. he went. He went. Oh, you can't. <laughs> well, I can't do that. Do I can't, I, that right, so that oh, was Steve. That, that was good. I can't whistle with two fingers in my... That's good, Anne. Yeah. We should video. That was nice. Steve, are you, I, how's your popping? It's not going to work, right. but I'll give it a go. It's better it's good. than mine. It's better than good. So that was the wee bubble bursting. Yeah. Uh, I was a wee. What were you, Steve? Um, I was. I don't know. Uh, see, but your bubble burst more loudly than mine. Right. Okay. This metaphor isn't working okay. for a story so, that I so, just anyway. don't believe in. Right. But so the point is, Mr. House MD says people we're, more we're interested because it's cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's surprise. So isn't the reason that the Wii sales have sold s- slowed down is because everyone who wants one has got one? Well, it seems to be doing quite well. And as our Nintendo friend said when they were on the show, uh, the fact that the bundled software is doing so well in the charts suggests mm. that there's lots and lots of hardware being sold still. I suppose. I, I, I don't... But analysts seem to get things wrong as often as analysts, they get things right. Well, analysts just say things so yeah. that people write about them. Yeah, is, um, is that what we are? Are we analysts? No, we're absolutely not. We're the opposite of that. We're anti-lists. We're mumblers. Yeah. Um, and also, I, you know, uh, did it say about the PS3? Is PS3 picking up against 360? Did it say? Did it? I'm what? just saying... I, it? Your yeah. news? Don't dignify <laughs> them. No, did this report that Anne stole from Eurogamer. Right. Like, it was actually an interview. Really? Sorry. You, you sorry, my apologies. Sorry. You did an interview, did you, Anne? Sorry, Anne. No, no GamesIndustry.biz did an interview. Oh, okay. And yeah. then Eurogamer covered that. And then I covered that. <laughs> it's the, uh, it's the perfect circle of news, isn't it? If you think video games are scary now, just wait until they're jumping out the telly at you. Ubisoft believes the future of games lies in 3D after releasing its first 3D game. Ubi's Yanis Mallet said 3D is to pictures what Dolby Stereo was to sound. No one wants to go back to mono. One Life Left is pro 3D games, mainly because of those glasses. They make us look pretty sexy. Now this is more like it. This is the future of games. 3D. Yeah. Finally, 3D. virtual reality. Coming to an... At you. E- uh, to a... Coming at you. Coming to a system. What system is this on? Um, all of them. All of them. All of them. As, 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 as long as you've got the right... Uh, glasses? The right glasses and the right TV. And, and two okay. eyes. Well, and yeah. and two eyes that both work. Yeah. What, what, what do you need that's, uh, that's so special about your TV? Why 120 hertz. Okay. And polarised... 
technical yeah. director over there. There we go. Yes, this is what I'm here for. Very right, good. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, uh, if you have it, if you have the picture going less than 60 hertz, it flickers. Okay. So it needs to be 120 to 60 hertz on each eye. Are these special glasses as well? Yeah, they're polarized lenses. They're, they're much better than probably the ones you might have seen a few years ago when they first tried this. They, okay. you know, they look all right and they're quite light now. So uh, and it, it blanks out one eye and then the other right. every yeah. other frame. I see. What? So they're powered. Yeah, the, the glasses the glass are powered. Yeah. What? No. Uh, yeah, and they'll be. It's not just like the ones you get in cinemas. No, well, there's different ways. Well, the, if you have a normal TV, then it won't be. So the ones in the cinemas, they they rotate the image, which yeah. is why you can just have the little paper glasses. Right. But okay. if you have the ones at home, they're powered, so it'll shut the eyes. Are off. we, we going to have to have our eyes plugged in? <laughs> <laughs> this is brilliant. This is literally the future. It is it's like almost like beaming into your brain, isn't it? Yeah. We're a step away from that, I think. Um, but you've been able to do this on the PC for a while where they've had synchronised eyes shutting. Yeah. No, alternate blinking. That's w- very fast winking. Yeah, I remember. You look yeah, really mid-90s. 3D right now. Anne's done a pop and now she's winking at us. <laughs> <laughs> Neither are as uh, sexy as I'd imagined they no. would be. Um, but yeah, so you, you've, you've, you've had specific... Because I remember playing... Dave Perry's Messiah. It wasn't called Dave Perry's Messiah. It was in Dave Biden, although <laughs> yeah, probably would have liked it. it. It was just Messiah. Yeah. And that was in 3D. And then they showcased the, uh, Batman earlier on in the year with more 3D stuff. Mm. 3D is the next big thing. It's, it's, that's what's going to stop us from pirating. That's what, no, no, <laughs> that, that's, that's why cinema loves it. Okay, nothing will ever stop everybody pirating. Yeah. But, um, but the idea being that you'll be more reluctant to download a movie uh, if it's not in three, if you're not seeing it at the cinema in 3D, mm. I, I'm I'm not sure of the relevance for games still. <laughs> we'll see. It'll get there, yeah. But also next year, I mean, because next year is going to be a big 3D year. Sky are launching a 3D channel. Yep. Um, and Avatar. Uh, and Avatar. And Avatar's coming out this year. That's not next year. Avatar. Next year we're going to have TVs. Extended edition of <laughs> Avatar. <laughs> next year on we're going to have we're going to have uh, TVs that are 3D but don't require the glasses. Ah, oh yes, how? I remember seeing exactly. that. Yeah. How? Will how? they go? Yeah, close exactly. left, close right, close left, <laughs> yeah. close that, right. That's to do with the screen, isn't it? So if you're at a certain angle. Uh, you get slightly different images depending on yeah. you know, the angle you look at. They're tiny differences from so, you know, fractions technical of yeah. director. Degree. Technical director. Yeah. But, it, I mean, it, um, the effect won't be as pronounced as, like, in the cinema, because when when, you can always tell when somebody's filmed in 3D because they keep, like, for no apparent reason, leading, throwing things out at you and all of that sort of stuff. Or, cause there's yeah, that, slow-mo explosions. Yeah. Uh, I was really excited about this news story at the start of it because I was thinking, 3D games are going to be brilliant. And now yeah, you two are right. all like, well, this 120 hertz, oh, it's a fraction <laughs> right. of angle, well, technical is, director. This I'm is like, your punishment for not <sighs> listening to the last story. Yeah. And finally, the Royal Navy has finally admitted what we've all thought for a while. Books are boring and no one wants to learn from them. Navy folk are to be given PSPs with 10-minute study tools installed to help them prepare for exams while at sea. The UMD drive will also remain intact for extracurricular gaming fun. There is now no reason not to join the Navy, apart from the water. So they're old PSPs. Well, I was about to say, yeah, so they're, they're not using PSP Goes? No. Why not? Cheaper. Yeah, but is that the only reason? Uh... Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yeah, they said that uh, the um, gaming budget is now down to £200 a person. They have a gaming things. budget in the not Navy. A ga- not a gaming budget, sorry, a learning budget. Uh, okay. Same thing. Uh, Same thing. Same thing these days. Yeah. Yeah. Do we have a learning budget? One Life Left? 
Well, I'd hope so, yeah. If you had a learning budget, if you had £200 to spend, Anne, on, yeah. you, you know, uh, you've got to choose something, it's got to be passed by our board, so it's got to somehow advance you, yeah. what would you spend that £200 on? And it has to be game-related. Well, no, it has to be. You, ha- you just have to, to ed- justify it in the context of One Life Left. <clears throat> well, I do need to know more. I really want a, a PS3. How okay. much are they? Well, uh, in Sainsbury's recently, they <coughs> they went below two hundred pounds. I would get that. Would okay. you? I would go to Sainsbury's and I would get that. Andrew House, MD, was right. He was <laughs> brilliant. Yeah. Is that the end of the news? That's the end of the Thank news. Thank you, Anne. One life left. Video game news with Anne This is One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM, and this is the Depreciation Guild with Digitized Solace. Okay, uh, and in what way is this game-related? This is using game-related instruments. Uh, They are on tour at the moment. What, the instruments? (laughs) No, the band. Okay. Uh, They've got a free album, uh, which you can download, and I've forgotten where it is. Everyone's talking about it, because it's free. We've played them on the the show before. We played them last year, when the album came out. And uh, we're playing them again because they're on tour. Yeah, that sounds all right, actually. Right, thanks for your approval. Not, not People, quite as good as the music choice from last week. People describe them as an 8-bit My Bloody Valentine, uh, which is, is appropriate because I'm going to go and see My Bloody Valentine what? on Friday oh. at ATP. And um, one of the bands eight, uh, My Bloody Valentine picked are The Pains of Being Pure at Heart. Does this end soon? Song or this anecdote? Maybe both in okay. about forty seconds, uh, and uh, the pains of being pure at heart are related to this band. I think they share members. I think two brothers. of this. Yes, no, yes, they do. One of the brothers yeah. in the pains of being pure at heart is in this band. The drummer, something. When you like welcome. that? When you, anyway, they're brilliant. That's when are you not on the show again <laughs> next week? Right, because I'm at ATP. <laughs>
assuming we do a show, then maybe I'll cancel it. <laughs> don't, don't know. Anyway, well within your rights, Steve. It's your show. <laughs> You're listening to Steve Curran's One Life Left. <laughs> We've got some unfinished business. I went on the GameSpot podcast last week. Yeah, one hour, 45 minutes of Simon Byron. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they said, how should we describe you? Like, co-presenter? And I said, no, presenter. Main yeah. man. You didn't clear that with me. First, uh, we'll be talking about that after the show. Really? So, Steve. Hello again. Steve Owen. Yes. Uh, Steve is short for Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how are you doing? I'm all right, thank you. I've brought you a present, actually. I, I didn't do this for, uh, when I first said hello. I like this present thing! I, yeah. I bet you do. I'm going to pretend I actually baked this myself, but since it's oh uh, clearly a printed box, I'm going to struggle to carry on with that. <gasps> oh, it's a special no! cake. That's amazing. It's a cake even with a little bit of a, a joke on it. That, that, is, is, that is amazing. Brilliant. Oh, Somebody right. tell the listeners what just no, happened. No, or should we take a picture and put it on the website? Yeah, do that. Oh, no, let's say that we're going to do it and then never get around to it. <laughs> no, let's... let's okay, actually, let's make this into a competition. Uh, there's a, there's a show-related joke on the top of this fantastic cake. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do that. <laughs> do that competition. <laughs> Whoever gets it can have a slice of it. Send can the have post. a slice of our cake. Uh, that's very kind, Steve. Thanks very much so, for that. I, no, I did actually bring really plates nice. and a knife, but I then thought you could save it for your Christmas party if you wanted to. And you're in charge of food. Can you take that home? <sighs> you're right. Last, um, last week... You said that a bit too quickly. Yeah, Are you it's going to be intact. Yeah, yeah. yeah. eat it. Last week, uh, when you did the show and you got oh, yeah. sent that amazing gift... More gifts, yep. yeah. Yeah, uh, the T-shirts. The T-shirts, yeah. And I was incredibly jealous. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's the best thing that One Life Left's ever received in the post. Yeah. Well, it still is. Yeah, but this is the best thing we've been given. This is this is this is making me less jealous because now I feel like I've had a special moment too. That's very kind, Steve. Thank you very much. It may well be a rubbish cake. I don't know, but uh, but it looks all right. It looks great. It's so good. It's printed really well. So we are Resonance one hundred four point four FM's favourite gift receiving video game show. If you're you're coming on the show uh, in uh, weeks to come, yeah, make sure you do. We have a guest for next week. We do. I'm not going to be here. No, huh. you, you don't need to know. Huh. Uh, so we should talk about video games, I suppose. Games Press, what we were going to chat about. So, do you know how many press releases Games Press has got on its service? I hope you do. Right, <laughs> and, uh, sorry, just to explain what Games Press is to those people that aren't lazy journalists. <laughs> <laughs> or lazy PR people. Uh, <laughs> uh, games Press is um, the site on the internet where, uh, games, where it, it collates everything about games. All the news about games goes out through Games Press. Uh, and uh, you can retrospectively check press releases, news feeds, stuff's coming up. Assets for games that go back forever, it seems. 1999, I think. Is that so. when you launched? Well, we launched in 2000, but we, we still had a few old CDs. It's going to be ten, 10 glorious years. I know. Next yeah, we year. do need to have a party. Actually, we need someone who's going to sponsor it because we're too tight to pay for it. So, uh, uh, well, I'm sure we, we will. Steve's show. Okay. I'll, <laughs> I'll look into the budget. Maybe yeah. you two can get a salary cut. So, uh, so it's been nine years. Uh, you've got. Have a guess. You, you must <laughs> okay, know roughly. Uh, now, I always need to remember, there seems to be like a factor of ten between press releases and screenshots all the time. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to guess something like 40,000 press releases and 400,000 images. Uh, you've embarrassed yourself there. Now, you, uh, on the site, according to uh, it, uh, just before I left, you've got... Which will, of course, be totally accurate. Yeah, 50,787 press releases. I haven't been paying attention for a while, have I? <laughs> no, so, so it's somebody's, somewhat, somebody's job to read those? Well, I don't know if anyone reads them. No, <laughs> it's no, certainly someone's job to co- uh, copy and paste them. Yeah. Somebody at Games Press. Yeah. 
but you have to read them because you because you like what's good about games press is it makes the news interesting oh, makes okay. the news funny <laughs> Why oh. are you looking at Anne when you say that? Because she doesn't she know what we're talking right, about. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you, you, always, you always have a, a cute little summary of the news and stuff like it's that. It's getting harder and harder. Yeah, we, It was much easier nine years ago to be sarcastic about absolutely everything. Right. Mainly because we're putting up about three press releases a day. But, yeah. but when you get to sort of doing 50 a day, doing anything more than there's a new game coming out, it's really <laughs> stretching it. So. Right. Yeah. Uh, but if you, what, what, what were your favourite summaries? Oh God! Oh no! <laughs> uh, they nearly always involve puns, and and I have to admit, I can't remember off the top. No, of my but, head. but sorry, I'm trying to steer you down a route here, which towards something you may you may not want to talk about. What was the oh. one you did about the the joke about the shaving? Oh, oh yeah, oh dear. Are we allowed yeah. to talk about that? Um, yeah, we don't have it, no, to. no, no, it's all right. They're almost certainly not listening because uh, it was a Japanese I'll company. Say what you like about it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, uh, a Japanese company that uh, has a cute cartoon character that happens to be a cat and often uh, greets people with its name. Is that, was that too subtle? Oh, I get yes, it. Okay. Anne's got it. Yes. Yeah. I got it. Uh, Walter's yeah. got it. Uh, <laughs> yes, it was, uh, and they were releasing the game uh, in Brazil. Right. And really, it was just. It was just too tempting, and yeah, <laughs> we got in an awful lot of trouble. Did you? Yes. How do they punish you? Well, um, first of all, I, I assumed it was THQ, because they used to do games uh, for this character. Right. So I thought, that's all right, it's only THQ. Sorry, THQ. Yeah. Uh, but it turned out it wasn't. It was actually the license holder, and they were a client of ours, and I, right. didn't, I didn't realise that nice. either. So, uh, nice. Yes, and the... Um, the guy who's often in charge of these things, uh, Jonathan Davies, who's uh, been in the industry for a long time, is on holiday. So, uh, yeah, uh, he would have spotted it a mile off. Right. Uh, I don't normally look after these things well. on a day-to-day basis. So it caught me on the hop. It was a Friday afternoon. Dad's away. Yeah, and then, <laughs> yeah absolutely. It did feel like that. Right. And then, yes, yeah, so a very uh, anguished uh, email from Japan. Uh-oh. And I was apologising for doing that on a Friday afternoon. He pointed out it was midnight in Japan. So. <laughs> <laughs> Got you there. Yeah. So you... you- put journalists in touch with PRs and PRs in touch with journalists. Yes. In many ways, doesn't that make you the most powerful man in the games industry? In many ways it does, in many other ways no, not at all, no. We're, we're also sort of, I guess like the civil service, we're just kind of ignored and we have long lunches. But that makes you more dangerous. Oh, I don't, I don't you... think you're ignored because there's always a debate about the best time to issue a press release. There is, yes. And, you know, I was always taught, like, kind of early on, so you can make the news that day. Now, people yeah, hold changed. stuff back yeah. for the Games Press Digest. comes yes. out at 3 o'clock. It does. 2.30, everything seems to turn up. Right. Because yeah. yeah. people want to be the top of that when it falls... You know, not saying that journalists are lazy, but apparently <laughs> no. they, they don't like to use the scroll wheel on a mouse. So <laughs> they will just write about what comes first up. Thing they yeah, see. the first yeah. thing they see. So, what, so you also get to see the stats behind it. You see, like, not just how you see but don't know how many press releases you've got you've got <laughs> 23,000 journalists yeah. it's a terrifying thought isn't it it is yeah when we launched we assumed 200 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is, that, that was our business plan <laughs> is, that, is Anne registered uh, no no <laughs> I, am. Yeah. I am I'm, I'm down as I'm buying one life left yeah I think uh, actually your user ID is probably about 10 or something you were there right at the beginning yeah <laughs> an early supporter Steve and I made quite a lot of money out of games <laughs> We did. Oh, your book. Well, that's it. Book. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I almost certainly gave you free credits for that. And I've never given, been given a free copy of the book. So, have yeah. you not? No, you no. can have we ten. Certainly <laughs> that. But yeah, no, we, no, it was our first book, wasn't it? And they, yeah. and, and they said, right, chaps, we'll give you uh, however much to write the words. And we went, okay. And they said, uh, no, of course, if you but provide they, pictures. But they didn't say that right at the start. They said, we'll give you however much to write to the write words. The and then after a while, they came back to us, presumably thinking they could go and find the screenshots. They couldn't. Yeah. They said, actually, we'll give you a you know, a, a, substantial figure. For the find. screenshots. So we, we were went, like, 
Yeah, it's going to take a while. <laughs> and it took us... I mean, I actually bought the games press because I've still got... I, you gave Steve Unlimited because uh. he was... I, I forget why. I've still got 75 left that right. I've bought. Yeah. Um, but the other stats you see are kind of who reads what the most. Yes. So have you got any tips for how to make your stuff stand out? Um... I guess probably try and write the start of the press release so that we can write something funny about it okay. and then not be offended when we do. Right. It does tend to make it more popular. Okay. So, uh, and people have got offended before. Right. In fact, I think some of your old colleagues got uh, very offended with this once as well for our sarcasm. But, Did uh, they? Yeah, but it does tend to mean I don't that talk about them now. They are no. dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 actually, I, I left for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, yes. So, but, You're as mortally offended as I was. So, so that's it. Jo- uh, jokes? Yeah. Uh, so friendly? Or uh, allow us to do the jokes. Because okay. PR people doing jokes is just it's asking for <laughs> it never is, funny. Yeah, Simon. Is, never Simon. funny. Uh, any any tips about headlines? Um snappy and punchy. Capitals always works. Or not? Uh, well I'd say not capitals. Okay. That's, that's made, it doesn't sort of really bother us because because uh, the, the bit on the front page is just what we write. Right. But um, our press releases go out to gamesindustry.biz and MCV right. as well. And uh, and they show the actual headlines from the press releases, so they always tend to get jumbled up with all caps and okay. not all caps, and it looks a mess. And finally, do yes. you accept any sort of bribery in order to make news more popular? You might call it bribery. We call it commercial realisations. Okay, Excellent. Um, thanks, Steve. We'll talk to you some more yeah. in a little bit. First, we're going to have a brand new song by the Do You Inverts. Oh, any. Ten years of stasis, perpetually waiting You married him, got him far too deep Content agreed when you first started dating Long forgotten by that feature creep Oh, he lied to you Like Peter Molyneux But you were able to see through the fable All the lies he said to you Oh, he lied to you Like Peter Molyneux There's no syndicate You just indicate That this time you're through Oh, Annie Oh, Annie Oh, your mother always said On budget, on time No bugs pick two When you saw him in preview You were all of a quiver A worm in an apple in a barrel of farm He overpromised and failed to deliver Everything he said was untrue Oh, he lied to you Like Peter Molyneux There was no need to fight Cause it was black and white And it will never be black and white too That 
the Do You Inverts, a uh, brand new song from them. It's called Just Another Peter. This recession's hitting hard. Everyone's getting kicked in the behind. And if you're the type of person who tries to do the right thing, pay your taxes, respect people, respect yourself, well, you're bottom of the pile, my friend. Sorry, no room at the end for you. It's a disgrace. There's kids being blown up, kids 19, 20 years old, and they're making these video games, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 and whatnot, and you're shooting on a screen, and there's kids getting their legs blown off? It's a sick world. But what can you do? I'm asking you, pal. It's a question. My wife will tell you. I'll give anything to anyone. If you've got nothing, I'll give you my last pound coin. My wife batters me for it. But you can help the individual. But to change structures, your bigger picture, you need government. And my friend, that's something we haven't got. Gordon Brown, Gordon Clown. Don't make me laugh. He's raped this country. Raped it. Left it bruised and sobbing, with ripped tights and blood running all down its legs. Brown and the EU. Wham bang, thank you ma'am. Gathering round Lady Britannia, clawing at her, with her face all pushed up against the pinball machine, like Jodie Foster in the film The Accused. I've actually only just become aware of what Mr Brown's so-called vision for this country is. I've been told by colleagues on the taxis, quite learned individuals actually, some of these people, who've opened my eyes to a few things. Because you know why Mr Brown is over there licking bum in Europe? He wants his dinners and his expenses and whatnot, but his vision for what he wants to do to this country, is he wants to divide up the UK into four sectors, right? North, South, East and West, and each one to be governed by a different part of the continent. You're quite shocked by that, aren't you? Apparently that's been the plan since the 1930s, because the Continentals have always hated the British and the British way of life. Your French, Belgians, Swiss, Germans and such... The plan has always been to conquer us and divvy up the spoils. Thus, World War II. But the plan backfired because Hitler got out of hand. But if Mr Brown thinks I'm going to give up my rights to some Continentals who tried to kill my dad, no way, pal. No way. Yeah, uh, £12.40, please. Who's going to start, Simon? I will then. Uh, I just want to say uh, thanks to Adrian Johnson, uh, who very kindly uh, said I was excellent on the GameSpot UK podcast last week. Uh, were, which, were you excellent? I talked about, well, I was hung over at the start, so it was a bit of a dodgy um, okay. opening, I felt. But yeah, we just chat. They're very professional. They have running orders. Uh-oh. We yeah. used to, no, we used to have running orders. Well, they do, and they all, they all like, because... We hear the news stories as they leave Anne's mouth. Yeah. Mm. That's, so that's sometimes why we, I mean, you know, we, we don't have something, it's why you don't know what they are, Steve, because you're, yeah. you're doing other things, uh, you know, like reading a book or playing Sudoku <laughs> or, or whatever. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and they, and they had points to make about all of them, all that sort of thing. I didn't yeah. see it. Didn't see it in advance. We used to do, we, we certainly used to have a running order, and then yeah. we got, we, we thought that was pointless because... Our running order's basically the same, and anyway, it's more fun when okay. we don't have one. And we also, uh, we used to look at the news stories beforehand, and then you stopped us. You said we weren't allowed. 
I definitely don't think I did that. Um, I'm pretty sure you forbid Anyway, us. We, we had a chat for an hour and 45 minutes. Uh, it's still up now. Um, and they even let me talk about news for about five minutes. So it was good. I, m- <laughs> I might move across there permanently. Really? I might be transferred. Okay. Right. Uh, maybe, maybe you didn't. Maybe you just forbid it when you were making a joke about me. Yeah, that was, that was true. Okay. okay. Uh, so thank you for that, Adrian. Uh, I won't read the email out, but it's very kind of you. Uh, my letter is from Richard Perrin, which says, Dear One Life Left. That wasn't your letter. No, I'm... No. It was just a Simon oh, Barron focus monologue. Want me to read it out? Uh, dear one, I've left. I'm hoping to attend what I'm sure will be your spectacular Christmas party. Was just wondering what kind of Christmas presents you guys would like. If you well. can't think of anything better, I'll just bring along the poison cakes I always give to pseudo celebs I stalk. Thanks, Perrin. Interesting. We've got a, <laughs> <laughs> what a timely letter. We have a cake that we're going to share with our listeners at the party. <laughs> Maybe we'll make the listeners try it first. Yeah, you I, can I will have a little bit of it. Just okay. it's fine. Uh, what? What? So, what presents do you want? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I really need a PS3. <laughs> okay, Steve. Um, I I really well, I don't need a t-shirt anymore. No. I do like t-shirts. Okay, so t-shirts are good. We're wearing our bag of beats yeah. t-shirts at the party, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. we are yeah. definitely. Uh, um. I think we just... You don't need to get us presents. But if you do, surprise us your, and we will love you forever. Your, yeah. Your, I was going to say your presents uh, would be enough, yeah. but also presents would be good. Uh, yeah, so thank you. Steve, are you coming to our party? Yes, I am. Well, I, I'm, I'm 37, so yes means 95% yes Okay, days, cool. <clears throat> I was thinking, I had an idea for the party. Right. What if we asked everyone to bring along a game that they don't want anymore from their collection they oh, could wrap it up good. and they that's could give really it to her and then everyone will go home with a different game that's and everyone good, will have yeah. present uh, yeah that's a good idea so do that um, and also Ian Lee's coming really Ian Lee's coming really, really? wow that's good and so he's in along with uh, other of our guests from the year to be confirmed yes Looking that's that's true I had a confirmation from another another one of our super guests excellent so that's good this is from Ben Hall, regular contributor Thanks, uh, in the letter section. Hello, team. Possibly Hi. with Stee and a super special guest. Well, right. that's true. Yep. A few weekends back, I found myself at a comic book festival where friend of the show, Kieran Gillen, was selling his comic books. Friend. 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 Yeah, let's say friend. Comic. <laughs> <laughs> he also hosted a talk about video games and comics. We weren't invited, Ooh. were we? Yeah, <laughs> we would have liked to be invited just to say that we, we had something else on. <laughs> During which Anthony Johnson said he couldn't confirm that a sequel to Dead Space was going to take place. However, he spoilt this claim by doing a big wink. Is Hi. this a One Life Left exclusive? What? The, who was that? That was uh, Anthony Johnson. So, that was what, so is he exclusive to Anthony Johnson fancies Ben Hall? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're saying, is it? I think we can say that there is going to be a sequel to Dead Space. Confirmed. Confirmed. Exclusive. Confirmed question mark. And can you say something like a source says? Source has told you. um, Source is close to um, the star. Source is close to Electronic Arts. Source is close to Electronic Arts have confirmed that there will be a sequel to Deep Space Nine. Is that what it's called? (laughs) (laughs) It is now. (laughs) What was it called? (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. 
on my letter. Yes. Have you got a nice handy sound effect to go with this? Otherwise, it makes no sense whatsoever. Oh, we do, don't we? Yeah. Actually, m- m- maybe we should save yours for the end. Uh, yeah. Anne. Uh, hello, the OLL team. Hi. Points addressed in order. One. I still include on my CV the Amiga Shareware graphic adventure that I contributed contributed minor story and puzzle ideas to in 1996. Even though it was my school friends who did the bulk of the work, I do get a credit in the game for playtesting. However, so technically, I'm not lying. I believe the game made upwards of 27 pounds for nearly a year's work, but the lead designer never got round to cashing the cheque. Simon, do you know what points he was addressing? Yeah, here? sorry, just to explain. Uh, for those of you that follow us on Twitter, which how do you do that, Anne? Uh, go to Twitter <laughs> slash one life left. Follow us. Hit follow. Right. Uh, this morning, like I think what we're going to start doing every Monday is just kind of uh, encouraging conversation because that's yeah. what yeah. Twitter's about. Yeah. So uh, we suggested some subjects. The first was. Uh, in reference to Steve being interviewed solely in MTV, our point one was, have you ever taken credit for someone else's work? <laughs> point two was... What, what's, his, what's his anecdote? Uh, an RGB slash component cable oh. for my girlfriend's Wii. They'd never think to buy one themselves, but I'm going to go mad if I have to play raving, raving rabbits over fuzzy composite video So again. that question was uh, I said on the show I was going to buy my girlfriend a week for Christmas because I could say that because she doesn't listen to the show but uh, she told me the weekend she doesn't want one because she's already getting one or something. Three was what podcast should we go on and four was who should we invite to the Christmas party so briefly. Three uh, invade the Mark Mode film review podcast in order to ineffectually suggest some video games he might like to play because they have some really obvious movie game crossover talent e.g. GTA Vice City San Andreas etc. Four I'd like to see John Walker at the at the Christmas party because he has a voice which sounds metaphorically like a caring mother rubbing Vic's menthol on the chest of a feverish infant <laughs> or invite Stuart Campbell and Bruce Everest and make them box love Ooh. the show Mark let's definitely ask John Walker yeah and Stu and Bruce let's definitely <laughs> ask John Walker <laughs> uh, yeah so follow us on Twitter uh, and you know uh, we've been having quite a lot of fun on Twitter this week while Steve's been away yeah. Steve yes okay letter. we're ready team this is from John Wood uh, I was reminded of your excellent show when I heard Shane Dex England manager Steve McLaren say the enclosed clip in an interview posted on the BBC Sport website, especially as he attributes this knowledge to probably most successful manager of all time, Sir Alex Ferguson. I hope this is going to make sense. Perhaps more than just being a parody of the futility of out of ten reviews and the longest running in joke in history, seven out of ten hold a deeper truth as to some kind of numerological code for excellence in football management, or indeed other walks of life. Or perhaps it's just nothing. It tickled me anyway. Uh, here's the sound effect. Okay. Management, uh, coaching is all about decisions, getting the, <laughs> the majority right. Seven out of ten, as uh, Sir Alex used to tell me. There we go. It that's that's sense, Steve McLaren, a yeah. listener to One Life Left. Yeah. I was so close to changing the Twitter password. So, <laughs> so close. Well, I've done it already. Yeah. I'm about to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get on the internet. Okay, is that the, is that the end of the letters? Uh, that's the end of Twitter. <laughs> okay, uh, right, it's time now, uh, I think, a little bit later in the show than usual, for Derek. I was interested to read about the scam involving the Facebook application game Farmville. Quite frankly, I think you've got to be a bit of a fool to add one of these Facebook application things. I've always been super suspicious of them myself. You'd never find me using one, or any record of me playing Scrabulous or anything. Honest. Admittedly, in the earlier days of being on said site, I was less wary, but it wasn't quite the huge target for making money as it is now. 
These days there seem to be a million different apps all wanting you to share your private information with them. Quizzes, surveys, poker and countless other annoyances to clutter up your wall. I ignore and block them all, obviously. You can keep your bloody farm animals and your poker chips, thank you very much. And I don't particularly care whether or not you would introduce me to your parents, or if I can identify the five different types of jam from car adverts, or any other idiotic pointless tool of the devil time racing news with which you occupy your mundane and empty lives. Nor do I care if you went to the same school or if we're from the same town. If I wanted to know you, I would have looked you up or stayed in contact with you. I know everyone I want to know from school, thank you very much. I hated the rest of you, so I know that I want to be your friend now. You're just trying to make yourself look popular by having a high number of friends, aren't you? Uh, sorry, I'm Joe Williams, and this really isn't my... So I got a message from an editor asking me to take a look at some video game article I tagged with a notability concern over a year ago. He's concerned that it's had no improvement since then. This happens a lot, because my to-do list expands faster than I can possibly keep up with, and it's easier to strip out unwanted text and slap on a maintenance tag than it is to research and write new prose. In this case, we have a game called Elastomania. It's a sort of 2D platform game, but with elastic motorcycles or something. This editor thinks that perhaps it's time for it to be deleted. So like an idiot, I said I'd look into it, even though I'm poorly and I haven't got time. There is a review of the DS port of Elastomania by Tom Bramwell of Eurogamer, so that's something. But is that alone enough coverage? The guidelines suggest that if there's only one piece of coverage, the topic might be better incorporated into a broader article. What would that be then? Video games? Then there's articles for these clones like Xmoto and Bike or Die which don't seem to be notable at all, but I could bundle them all up into one neat little article and redirect everything there. But now I can't find satisfactory verification for the clones, so perhaps delete them instead? But either way, I know the community will kick up a fuss, especially those Xmoto fans who think that every single game ported to Linux is amazing, and of course notable. Why am I even torturing myself with this? Editing Wikipedia is a voluntary job. I could be playing games instead of correcting punctuation in their gameplay descriptions. Nothing makes sense anymore. Why can't I just merge everything in the world into one big article and edit it to say this is poo? So, if you know of any media coverage of Elastomania, let me know so that I can improve the article. That was Wika Wikiwawa, and I'm Duncan Timoney's Sore Throat. That was Duncan, Wikiwikiwawa, before that, Derek Williams and his free market economy. He's, he's good at outros, isn't he, Duncan? He is very mm. professional. Well, I hope you feel better, Duncan. What have you been playing this week? Uh, this week I played uh, We Sing. Ah, We Sing. And we did. <laughs> so We Sing is the first karaoke game that has four simultaneous mic inputs. Is that right? I believe so. Uh, I only had two mics though. Oh, really? Uh, so... so what was the point of that? Uh, I sang twice as loud. Uh, yeah, but what, what's uh, the point? Why, why play it? Um, because it's fun to sing and... It is fun to sing, but can't you do that without a video game? 
No. You can't. You're right. No, you can't. And you can't sing because you do, sometimes you just don't have a microphone lying around. And it's always better to sing into a microphone than That's it is true. just to sing. And it's always better to have the words in front of you. And it's always better to get scored on something. And this game has more microphones than any other game. Apart from mine. Who are you, who are you playing with? Uh, I was just playing mates. Mate. Right. With, with a mate. Really? Male or female? Boy. You had a boy mate round. <laughs> Well, what did your boyfriend have to say about that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was alright about it. Um, so we did singing, did some rapping t- uh, to uh, shampoo. Right. That was pr- that was pretty much. I'm going to be honest. That's a highlight of it. Mm-hmm. Trouble by shampoo. That's a song. Brilliant song that no one would admit to liking, but everybody wants to sing. Right? Uh, I-, I like it. Do you? Okay. All right. How does trouble go? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh-oh Been out all night and we haven't been home We're walking through the back streets I'm all alone uh, Something, something, something And we're some- starting to, we're gonna get killed Yeah, yeah, uh-oh, etc And what score would you give it? 7 out of 10 Thanks, Anne Steve, what have you been playing this week? Oops, sorry. Oh, sorry. Where am I? Hey, 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 there we go. I've been playing this uh, little independent PC game called Half-Life 2. I don't know if anyone okay. else has heard of it. Ah, yeah. Um, that's, 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 that's how from, cutting edge I am. Yeah, that's new, isn't it? It's pretty new. Right. Yes. Lucky newcomer's yeah. valve. Yeah. 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 I've almost finished it. So okay. uh, It's weird that they started with Half-Life 2, yeah. isn't it? Maybe they're planning to go back. Well, yeah, that's a sort of postmodern thing that you know they'll soon become known for. I, have yes. you been playing it? Since it came out to completion, uh, yeah, that's the idea. Yes, I sort of get maybe like half an hour further each, each sort of every couple of months, really. When really? I find a bit of, bit of spare time. And it's a shame. Is that I actually feel a bit like um, is it Guy Goma, the, the guy who was in oh, Future Accident the, at the BBC. Yeah, yeah, right. like, oh yeah, I've got to talk about video games. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I know I'm in the industry, but what do I actually play? Uh, You're just here to pick Anne up. I could even do the face actually, which obviously doesn't work in radio. But <laughs> I'm still picturing Guy Goma doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, yeah, what are you doing Half-Life 2, then? Uh, are you genuinely only playing it for half an hour every <laughs> month or so? That's really about as much time as I seem to find. Uh, to do. I, basically, every time the wife goes out, I, I think, OK, I'm going to play it. And then it's upstairs in our house, and upstairs is a bit chilly, because there's nothing else upstairs except this game's room. So, uh, so I just go up there for a bit, and it's surrounded by beer, and, you know, so you start with a beer, and you play a bit of a game, and then you sort of wander downstairs to, and watch some telly. Right. I'm in the wrong industry, aren't I? You are in the wrong industry. <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, so you think uh, this will be a hit? I think it will, yeah, a sleeper hit. Yeah. Sleeper hit. What yeah. will you give it? Seven out of ten. Simon. Uh, I've been playing Assassin's Creed 2. Oh, really? Yes, really. Do you pay for it? No, uh, it was sent to me thanks to um, our dear friends at Lunch PR. Weird, because I better, didn't get a copy. Much better than Frank PR, who sent you Modern Warfare 2, which I'm never going to play again, by the way. Really? I'm bored of it. Okay. Well, no, because Assassin's Creed's just taken over. I thought uh, it's quite slow starting. Uh, it's essentially a five-hour tutorial. Did you right. play the first game? No. I finished the first game. Loved okay. it. I, li- I, I loved it despite the reason that everybody said that they hated it. Well, um, it was boring. Well, no, it wasn't boring. I just found repetitive. it repetitive. Well, that's, that's totally, world. Fi- totally fine with me. I, like, they Jade said that Raymond. it was repetitive. Jade Raymond. She's the biggest tease in, ga- in the games industry. I think we've said this before, but like, basically, she... She starts you off in the modern world in the animus, and you're like, I just want to be an assassin. And you think mm. if you ever took Jade home, she'd be like, You see these babies? Well, you're not having them tonight. You're not having them until next year because you've got to do all this rubbish stuff first. She had a baby during the development of it, apparently. Um, and it's great. Yes, really, really good. Uh, bigger, 
colossal game. Uh, I, I'm about eight or nine hours in, and they're still teaching me new stuff. And like they give you a city to look after, and so many more side quests and stuff. Beautiful uh, free running is much improved. Platforming elements are fantastic. Um, it's the game that everybody wanted the original to be, despite the fact that the first one was brilliant, <laughs> uh, in my opinion. Uh, thoroughly recommended. I don't think I'm going to be playing anything else at home for a long, long time. I am. Um, I couldn't care less about it until I found out about that gaming meta joke that brilliant. happens. Brilliant. Absolutely Amazing. brilliant. And, and that's it's why... Funny. W- it's funny. Don't it's, spoil it. Obviously. No, no, no. But it's, it's easily as... Uh, it's as effortlessly funny as Uncharted 2 is. And I think we're seeing a real change I in, didn't in, find in Uncharted 2 at all funny. Yeah, I found it obnoxious you didn't and play hateful. It. But you didn't play it properly. I completed it. You didn't. Basically. <laughs> I did. I, I, got until I got to the final thing and then it crashed. I told you. That wasn't the final thing. How did you know it was the final thing? Good point. 7 out of 10. Steve, what have you been playing? Um, I've been playing a few things. I played Puzzle Bobble Galaxy, which is Puzzle Bobble, and oh, it's fine, and yeah. it's quite, it goes on forever. Uh, 7 out of 10. And I've been playing um, the game that is on PSN that's just been released. That's something, I think it's called Something Crash. That's Gravity like Thrust. Crash. Gravity, Gravity Crash. Crash. Made yes. by a friend of ours, isn't it? Gravity Crash. Yes. Which I really, really, really enjoyed. That's a good, good, good job. He's a friend of ours. Is he? Yeah. I don't know anything yeah. about who made it. Oh, but it's uh, no, totally, totally enjoyed it. Uh, I love Thrust on the BBC Micro. I find it really, really sat- satisfying, simple, um, not too hard, and uh, you know, the, you the, are very good at games. Exactly the sort of stuff that I play PSN games for. So that's awesome. Uh, and uh, it's a bit weird that that and Pixel Junk are coming out yeah. at the same time. But I guess that happens in games. It happens in movies too. Do you remember when Turner and Hooch and K9 came out? At the same I, time? Do, yeah, oh, I do. That's yeah, that's embarrassing. It was, yeah. Uh, but the game that I've been playing the most is Captain Forever, which is a um, a game that you can all play by googling Captain Forever. It's probably Captain Forever. That's dot com, But don't blame me if that's pornography, or don't thank me either, because <laughs> I assume that that's uh, that's the game. Anyway, um, it's a very very simple top down um, flash game, and it's uh, it's a space shooter. And I don't really want to spoil it any more than that to say that it's a very very simple idea. Effortless. Um, every game is different, and it's brilliant. Seven out of ten. Right, is that it? Three for the price of one. Yes. Good uh, job. We're not running out of time. No, I raced through those, so okay. it's totally, totally fine. Um, now, quickly, we're going to sneak in the new feature. One life left. Puzzle page number one. Steve is doing his Christmas shopping for the One Life Left team, but he's accidentally put his shopping list in the washing machine, and now he needs your help to remember what he needs to buy. Who? He needs a game for Anne. Simon, Derek, Craig, and Rayner. He knows that one of them has an Xbox 360, one a PS3, one a Wii, one a DS, and one has a Gizmondo. He's found a piece of the list which says he needs to get Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Singstar Take That, Tony Hawk Ride, Pony Friends, and Left 4 Dead 2. Using the following clues, can you work out which game he needs to get for which person and for which system? Clues! Craig has one real leg. Anne likes convoluted moral justifications for the murder of innocents. Derek hates playstations and women. Simon is fluent in seven languages, but is functionally illiterate. Craig wants seriously considered voting for the UK Independence Party. If they made a video game of So I Married an Axe Murderer, Rayner would definitely buy it, but Derek would sign a petition asking for it to be banned. Simon may once have been to prison. A pony ate one of Anne's hands. Good luck, and remember, Simon Byron will buy a car for any listener who writes in with the correct answer. There we That's go. That's good. 
New feature Who's from... Who's that um, from? That's from uh, one-time show guest, Ed Jefferson. Really? Yes. Uh, Excellent stuff. Hopefully we'll be... Uh, we'll be. If you want to make a jingle for that, by the way... One what's, it, what's it called? One Life Left's, one life left's uh, Puzzle Corner. Okay. Puzzle Page or something. Can I talk uh, about uh, Metal Gear Solid on the, PS- on the PlayStation you've Portal now? You've got 30 seconds to do it. No, I was joking about the fact I stuck to one review and... I've been playing yeah, it. But I mean, it was, to be honest, it was a, a pretty joke. lengthy dissection and Anne said that joke was bad and that's lost as 15 seconds it's good 7.99 I think on the PlayStation Network <laughs> I would play this morning right? I, I had a terrible journey in I had to stand up with men and, and all that sort of thing didn't matter I was destroying a helicopter using stinger missiles have you had brilliant. a nice time I've had a really nice week this week um, and I'm looking forward to taking home the cake I am looking forward to eating the cake at our Christmas party. Please, please, please come to our Christmas December party. The 18th. It's on December the 18th. the 18th. That's a Friday. You Blue can come Post. after work. Rupert Street. Take the afternoon off. Get the train down here. Come and party with us. Listen to the show and then we will be dancing. Drink. We'll be wearing our T-shirts. T-shirts. We will be. To start with. Yes, thank you so much for coming on the show, Steve. Oh, it was a pleasure. Thank did you, you enjoy inviting it? me? I did very much so, thank you. And I'm looking forward to the party now as well. Good. Well, well, well I was before, obviously. We'll see you there 95%. Yes. Uh, we have to wrap up slightly early this week because Resonance have very, very special musical guests in. And we didn't touch us. anything. Didn't touch or break anything. Uh, but Anne and Simon will be back next Come week. On. Yes. Uh, with another super special guest. Uh, I will see you in two. Bye. 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 Bye.